Warriors take the lead. Top of the key three for T.J. Haas. Let's get you ready to root on the boys in blue. This is Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's your host, Jason Shepard. Good evening, BYU basketball fans. Welcome into Cougar Pregame Live. Tonight, the BYU Cougars are heading up north. They're at the Extra Mile Arena in Boise, Idaho, getting ready to face the Boise State Broncos. And man, the Cougars are feeling good heading to Boise. The Cougars picked up a massive win in their first road game of the season, beating Houston, a Ken Palm top 30 team, 72-71, on a T.J. Haas fadeaway buzzer beater. The Cougars come out. This will probably be T.J. to take it and go and score or dish. Harding, Haas, Barcelo, Toulson, and Nixon are the five on the floor for BYU. Harding inbounds to Haas with three seconds. Haas pulls up, fades away. Gets it to go! It comes in! T.J. Haas gets a face! Needless to say, it was a very exciting moment. My voice still has not uh, come back 100% after that. What a fantastic win. A great shot by T.J. Haas and the Cougars improved to 3-1 and one with that 72-71 victory. It also gave the Cougars a quad one victory, which is a great resume-building win come NCAA tournament time. Now, besides Haas' heroics in that game, Alex Barcelo led BYU with 16 points. He continues to play well. Colby Lee played his best game as a BYU Cougar, scoring 14 points, grabbing seven rebounds and dishing out four assists, all career highs, by the way. And now BYU turns its focus to the 1-2 and two Boise State Broncos. After starting the year 1-0, the Broncos have dropped two straight, losing to Oregon and then UC Irvine. Now, the Cougars lead the all-time series 9-4, to but these two teams haven't played since 2008. It's not like the football series where they're playing each other uh, every season. Uh, this been, It's been a while, 11 years, since these teams have faced each other. And a nice change tonight will be the fact that Boise State, like BYU, is not a huge team. In fact, the tallest starter for the Broncos is six foot seven. So the fact that, that BYU right now is dealing with some size Uh, issues with depth that shouldn't be a big problem tonight because Boise State is in similar situation tonight so it's one of those things we'll pay attention to uh, to see how BYU does on the boards tonight against a team that uh, that they will match up well with in that respect time for tonight's player interview and for tonight I talked with Zaxelius his mustache is obviously making quite the splash but he's also played well to start the year Zach's averaging six points in roughly 18 minutes of play, but he's done a really nice job rebounding with four a game. I talked with Zach, Zach after practice the other day, and here's our conversation. I am not going to specifically ask you about the mustache. What I am going to ask you, though, is the chant that you heard at Houston. What was that like, and, and exactly what were they saying to you? Do you know exactly what they were saying? Yeah, I know exactly what they were saying. Now, is it BYU Radio approved what they were saying? Yes, it is. They just all they're saying is shave the mustache. That's all they're chanting, and I'm sure some BYU fans are chanting it too. But you now, just had to let them know that it's still there. Afterwards, after you hit the free throw, did did you like blow them a kiss or what, something like that? I, I just had to fix the mustache. Okay. Yeah, it was a little sweaty and had to get it you know even and nice. And just let them know that it was there. It was perfect. It was a perfect reaction to what they were chanting. Take me back to that night. Obviously, it was an unbelievable night and especially an unbelievable finish. But what was it like to, to be a part of that? It was awesome. It's 
something that not a single person on this team will ever forget. You know, it's something that was that we were sitting on the bench, the guy carried the ball, it was our ball, and we all looked at each other on the bench like, it's going in. We know it. Like, we just had a feeling. And when TJ shot it, you can see a video of Shork just jumping up and down on the bench because he knew it was in, and then the whole bench knows it's in. And so it was just it was unreal. It was really unlike anything else. Did you guys just, by the way, end your huddle with the TJ Haas uh, chant there? Of course we did. You know? We just got to let him know that he, he's still on top right now. <laughs> so Now, that was also the first road game of the season. How do you guys think you handled that aspect of it? I think we handled it great. You know, there was times when you know, the home team gets the, you know, the energy from the crowd and they get on a little run, but we felt like we were in control the whole time. You know, we weren't scared. We weren't holding back. And with all the seniors that we have and the veteran guys, I think we handled it just like any other game. You know, we just were so composed. And every single guy, even down the bench, was just in it. And we knew that, okay, it's a tie game now. Who cares? Like, let's just go play. Well, and I remember talking to, to Coach Pope before for pregame, and he said something very similar. He said, I just don't worry about this team in regards to that, being overwhelmed. And does that really boil down to the seniors? That basically, most of the people on this roster have been through this before. Yeah, it's exactly how it is. You know, we've been through it, we've done it, and you know, the nervousness isn't there anymore. You know, we know what's going to happen. We, know, we expect everything that's going to be there, and we can help these younger guys understand what it's going to be like and I think it'll help them for the next year and the year after that to be able to know, okay, they knew what was happening, they taught us what happens, and they can go on from there. And so I think with as many seniors as we have now, it'll be a great head start to the upcoming seasons. One of the biggest things that people will talk about with the Houston win is what it could mean down the road for the NCAA tournament. Let's not look that far. What do you want it, or what do you think it can mean for you guys even just Wednesday against Boise State over the next couple of games? What can a win like that do for you? It just, it's another win, you know. That win gets us energy. A win gives us the motivation, the confidence to go into the next game knowing that, all right, we can beat them and we beat these guys. And, you know, we've done it before. We fought hard through adversity and everything. We can go do the same thing. And it's an easy way to learn. You know, you learn from one game at a time, and then you learn from those things, and you go to the next game. So every game is just a learning opportunity, and it builds our confidence as we go. How has the beginning of the season been for you? Because after you had the injury in Italy and you broke your foot, I know the goal was to get back for game one. You were able to do that. How, how important was that for you? Uh, it was awesome. You know, it, was, it was important to just be able to get back and help the guys. Um, I mean, it, if we didn't want to rush anything, we didn't want to, you know, try to push you know, my injury even further than it was. But it was, it was healed. It was perfect. The doctor gave the clear, said you can go, and you know, it was just perfect timing. You know, if if it happened a week later, then it would have been, you know, just all right. Let's just wait another week. So it was no rush. It wasn't anything. It was just perfect timing at a perfect moment, and so it was. It was great. How do you feel you're playing through four games? feel fine you know we're winning games we're competing as a team you know the great thing I love about this team is that we're very unselfish and this team it doesn't matter who's scoring who's rebounding who's assisting we just want to win and that's every single guy and I think it makes the game so much more fun and it's fun when 
everyone's together as one, and so it's awesome. You guys head back out on the road, heading up to Boise, certainly not as far as, as the last road trip to Houston. What are your overall thoughts on taking on the Broncos in their gym? Uh, we're excited. You know, I've never played them before, and so it'll be a fun experience, and now they're you know, a state over, so yeah. it's like a little state rivalry kind of thing, and you know, we have dudes from Idaho, and so it's just kind of like they're going back home. So it's just fun, you know. It's it's fun going on the road, going to new places, playing new teams, and then just being able to compete and against a good Boise State team, yeah. who will help us to get better and help them to even get better as well. Zach, appreciate the time. Good luck up in Boise. Thank you. That was Zach Selyus. Always uh, enjoy talking with Zach, aka Larry. And as I mentioned, one of the biggest things that he's been able to do, we know the guy can shoot. That's what his mo was in high school. And coming into BYU, I mean, that, that's, what, that's what he was known for was his ability to shoot. But at his size, his ability to rebound uh, has, has been helpful this season specifically and uh, playing well and looking to see what he can do tonight as the Cougars take on the Broncos tonight in Boise. This season, BYU basketball and Mountain America Credit Union are changing lives. For each three-pointer BYU makes, Mountain America will donate $50 to the American Red Cross to help fund humanitarian services and programs. Coming up next, we're going to head to Extra Mile Arena for our courtside conversation. Tonight, filling in for Mark Durant, former Cougar coach, former Cougar player, Terry Nashoff will join me. Cougar Pregame Live continues next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Few things in life feel better than home. It's like the feeling of smiling faces at the end of a long day, like the start of something amazing, or just a lot more of a really good thing. And at America First, we try to bring that same feeling into every home loan we offer. So whether you're building, buying, or refinancing, come see us today. Because we want to make sure your home loan experience feels like home. America First Credit Union. Equal housing opportunity lender. Here's Jason Shepard with more Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to Cougar Pregame Live. Getting you ready for BYU and Boise State. Let's see. BYU football has beaten Boise State this year. Uh, Just last week, BYU women's soccer took care of business against Boise State in the NCAA tournament. Now it's BYU basketball's turn to take down the Broncos, and they are in Boise tonight to do just that. And that's where we will head next. Extra Mile Arena is no longer Taco Bell Arena. It is Extra Mile Arena, and that's the side of tonight's game. It's our courtside conversation. And filling in for Mark Durant tonight is former Cougar player and coach Terry Nash. Terry, good to talk to you. How are you? Shep, doing great. Great to be with you. Yeah, it's uh, it's fun to, to have you back on the broadcast. And uh, we were talking off air about the Houston win and just how exciting that was. What impressed you most about BYU's win in Houston last Friday night? I think everybody understands how hard it is to win on the road and then going to Houston. And the way that they won that game where they controlled the game the whole time, up 15, and then they let it slip. You know Boise State's going to make a run. Or, excuse me, you know Houston's going to make a run, and they do. And then down one, make a shot, win it, and uh, they were in it the whole game, controlled it, tough to win on the road, huge victory, uh, and they learned a lot. It's a lot better to learn when you're winning. (laughs) Yeah, without question. And to to something that you just said, it's actually something that I brought up with Coach Pope after the game. 
when you have a lead like that and you've played so well and you've pretty much had the lead from start to finish, at the very end of the game, when you give up a lead, that could demoralize a team. And I thought that really showed a lot about this BYU team, that they were able to fight back after that setback. And, and Coach Pope, even before the game, was telling me that he just doesn't worry about this team and, and maybe worrying about things they can't control. It was just about going out and making the next play. And I thought that was on display in that moment. No question. And you know good home teams are going to make a run. And if they were up seven at that point, they'd be down six or seven. Because they were up 15 and the run came, uh, it was only a one-point game, and they were able to come back and finish it off. But it was really important the way that they had played early so that that run just brought uh, Houston uh, back into the game as opposed to running away with it. Well, and a win like that, it's, it's, not, it's a quad one win. It was huge. They were, I believe, 28 uh, according to uh, the Ken Palm rating. So it was a massive, massive win against the team in general, let alone getting it on the road. So there are long-term ramifications to what that could mean down the road, but it's also, it could mean a lot for this team in the short term. What, what can a win like that do for this BYU team? Well, it's so early and all of those uh, change throughout the year. What it does is it lets this team know that they can win on the road in a tough environment uh, without Yoli. And uh, what it, it brings confidence in the group. They've won some close games and uh, doing it on the road is different. You go out, and some teams actually play better on the road because you've got a better team uh, feeling getting outside of your own arena, and some teams play better at home. But it's best if you can play, uh, obviously, well both places, and getting their first road win is huge, uh, especially for a team trying to figure out their identity without Yoli early in the season. Yeah, without question. The Cougars now 3-1 and one. through four games. What's been your overall impression of this year's version of BYU basketball? Where do you see the biggest changes on the floor with this team compared to what we saw last season? I think, I think comparisons are hard. I'll tell you the things that I love about this team, and it's the way they're guarding. Uh, it seems like they're in uh, every game because of how consistently their efforts and you know their schemes, the coaches are doing a great job of getting them in the right places, and they believe in the system, you can tell, and they're playing really hard defensively. Obviously undersized, so everybody has to rebound. Uh, you saw it in the San Diego State game, out-rebounded and still had a chance to win that game. Um, but, again, undersized, everybody's stepping up, um, and defensively they're just playing tremendous. Terry Nasha filling in for Mark Durant tonight. You'll hear Terry and Greg with the call from Extra Mile Arena in Boise, Idaho, the 1-2 and two Broncos taking on the 3-1 and one Cougars. We saw a very productive Colby Lee at Houston. He had 14 points, seven rebounds, four assists. They were all career highs. He was fantastic. And earlier this week, Pope said that they're asking him to be a different player than the one that, that he was recruited to be. How, how hard or how easy is that to do with the player uh, where you bring him in for one thing and then it just kind of changes, it morphs into something else and you need other things out of him? How hard is that to do with the player, and where do you think Colby can make his biggest impact? I think I think a lot changes when you go from high school to college. I think Colby, I watched him play a lot in high school, and what he's doing is so impressive. Um, they're really using him in the pick and rolls. The way Houston was guarding him, that slip was open in the roll, and it, it's tricky because he had to catch the ball in an awkward spot. It wasn't under the hoop where he could just finish. It was uh, in the mid-post area, 
um, with momentum, so he's got to avoid the charge. He's either got to, and you saw some floaters. He's got to make that shot. He's got to make the right decision to pass it without charging. He's got to catch it in traffic, and uh, what he's doing is is great for him and really for this team. Yeah, I thought he he was the thing that impressed me most about him beyond just the stats was there was no hesitation. Sometimes, you know, if you're thinking about it too much, you you may make it take an extra dribble or hesitate immediately going up. I, I just thought everything was instinctual. There was no hesitation. As soon as he got the ball, he made a move, and I, I just I think that makes a world of difference, especially for a big man. No question, and that goes back to the coaching staff. You see that with all the players on this team. They're just playing free and confident, and the coaches have a belief in them, and the ball's getting to the right spots, and it's being shared. And uh, that goes a long way, especially early in the season when you're trying to, again, uh, establish your identity. What are your thoughts on this Boise State team? I know that they are frustrated after two straight losses, and you know they, they've not shot the ball very well, but yet they're still scoring. I mentioned uh, in the first segment they're not a very big team, so I'm, I'm curious how that plays out with, with BYU, who's also not a big team in terms of the rebounds. What are your overall thoughts on the Broncos? First of all, really well coached. Um, coached against all of these coaches at different programs, and we're always some of the best coached teams that we played against and most prepared. I know they're frustrated, like you mentioned, and so they're going to come out early and attack. Uh, defensively, they've had some issues. Watch for them to really ratchet it up defensively. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what they do with some of their schemes um, and how they handle BYU's ball screens and their guards. And uh, um, But I think that they're better than their record, and uh, they're, they're going to be feisty tonight. Well, and, and we talked about them being motivated. On top of all that, what, what will it add being a, a regional rivalry? I don't think, and mostly because they don't play as often, say, as football plays each other, and, you know, with, with BYU football, the football team has listed Boise State as one of their rivals with Utah and Utah State. I, I, I don't get the same sense that there's that rivalry connection in basketball, but Mark Pope said that he did use the word rival. What does that add in a game like this? I, I think that BYU is a lot of teams' rivals. I think uh, as the fans start filtering in, there's going to be a lot of BYU fans here. There's going to be a different energy than they're used to in their own building. And, again, I think we've talked about that before on the air, how that, that le energy um, increases their play at home. And I think it's a rivalry because, again, a state away, there's a lot of familiarity with uh, guys playing each other in AAU on AAU teams and tournaments. And then the coaches, they know each other. Uh, these coaches and staffs have been in the Mountain West and the West Coast Conference, and um, it is a rivalry. All right, Terry, time to uh, continue to flex the analytical muscle here. Ken Garf, Honda, Nissan, and Volkswagen in Orem proudly present our keys to the game. Terry, what are your keys to tonight's game? I think the first thing is to get off to a good start, especially defensively. You talked about how Boise State hasn't shot the ball well, and it's important to make sure that that continues to happen. Um, staying out of foul trouble uh, with a short bench, that's a key to BYU. And then, as always, in every game, number three, make shots. Terry, great to, uh, great to talk to you. Happy to have you back on the broadcast and excited to hear you with Greg coming up in a little bit. Thanks, man. Thanks so much, Shep. You bet. Terry Nashif, you'll hear him with Greg Grubel coming up in just a few minutes. After a quick timeout, we'll check out some other scores in college basketball, plus an update on the Jazz game. The Jazz in Minneapolis taking on the Timberwolves. We'll let you know how they're doing at the half. You're listening to Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
Let's get you back to Cougar Pregame Live with your host, Jason Shepard. Welcome back into our BYU radio studios, getting you ready for the Cougars and the Broncos from Extra Mile Arena in Boise, Idaho tonight. We'll get you up to Boise coming up in just a second for more pregame coverage with Greg Rubel and Terry Nashif. You'll obviously hear from head coach of the BYU Cougars, Mark Pope. That's all coming up in just a second. Let's update you on college basketball action going on right now. 16th ranked Memphis leading Little Rock 41-32, just under 13, or rather under 14 minutes to go in the second half. Uh, The big news around Memphis today was freshman James Wiseman has been suspended 12 games by the NCAA. He's going to be eligible to play on January 12th against South Florida. Uh, That's uh, obviously one of the big stories in college basketball. He was uh, not supposed to play. They played him. Uh, They had an appeal. Uh, the, everything's been dropped, and now he's been uh, suspended 12 games uh, and will we'll have to sit out until January 12th. Other action going on right now, it is number 5 North Carolina actually trailing to Elon. Elon with a two-point lead at 33-31 with 30 seconds to go in the first half. Some finals for you. Number 2 Louisville defeats South Carolina Upstate. 76-50, and number 20 Tennessee over Alabama State by a final score of 76-41. WCC teams in action tonight. Besides BYU, most of these games will get underway also around 8 o'clock. Uh, Portland will be at Portland State. San Diego State at San Diego. The Toreros hosting the Aztecs in the Battle of San Diego there. And then St. Mary's traveling to Fresno to take on, actually this game's going to be played in Sacramento, St. Mary's taking on Fresno State at the Golden One Center, home of the NBA's Sacramento Kings. Speaking of the NBA, the Utah Jazz looking to bounce back from a loss to the Timberwolves on Monday, looking to beat the Timberwolves in Minneapolis tonight. They are in the third quarter, 11.42 to go. The Jazz have a lead of just two at 50-48, to a terrible second quarter for the Jazz uh, had the lead that they had, I think it had gotten up to at least 10, had dwindled. In fact, the Jazz were trailing. They ended the half on a nice little run. But in the third quarter, they have a two-point lead at 50-48. to Some finals for you. Wizards defeat the Spurs 138-132. to uh, Games still underway. The Nets leading the Hornets 82-75. The Heat on top of the Cavaliers 99-73. The Bucks leading at Atlanta 96 96- to 83 uh, just underway in Denver the Nuggets leading the Houston Rockets 17-15 and the Boston Celtics are in LA to take on the Clippers tonight that game getting underway at Staples Center at eight o'clock mountain time coming up next we're going to get you to extra mile arena for the Cougar pregame coaches show with Greg Rubel you're listening to BYU basketball on the new skin BYU sports network It's time to get the inside scoop on today's game. This is the Zions Bank Cougar Pregame Coaches Show. Zions Bank. For a financial slam dunk, Zions Bank is for you. The Cougar Pregame Coaches Show is also brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union. Mountain America Visa credit cards featuring triple rewards. Now, let's head back to the MoBetta's courtside seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good evening, Cougar basketball fans. Welcome courtside inside Extra Mile Arena in Boise, Idaho, as tonight 
the resurgent BYU Cougars look for a third straight win as they play their second of five straight away games tonight. It's 3-1, BYU at 1-2, Boise State. The Cougars and Broncos meeting for the first time on the hardwoods in 11 years. My name is Greg Rubel, and I'll have tonight's play-by-play call for you. Joined for the first time this season by former BYU player and longtime assistant coach Terry Nash. And Terry, I can't guarantee that we're going to get as great a game or as amazing a finish as the one Jason Shepard and Mark Durant got the other night down in Houston. But it is great to be back with you courtside for more Cougar basketball. Greg, great to be here and hopefully the same result, but that was quite the finish. What a game. Amazing stuff. I heard it uh, driving down the freeway on Friday night. Did stay on the road, but there were some moments where I was shaky. But uh, the, the one thing I could tell for sure was that that was just uh, a resounding win. And what a great way to pull it out down at the Fertitta Center. Again, outcome. All we're looking for is the W, no matter how it comes here tonight. When we come back to Boise, it's our pregame conversation with BYU head coach Mark Pope as the Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show continues live from Extra Mile Arena on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're tuned to the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show. For more with head coach Mark Pope, let's rejoin your host, Greg Rubel. We are back courtside Extra Mile Arena in Boise, formerly Taco Bell Arena, home of the Boise State Broncos tonight. The BYU Cougars coming off their last second national news-making win at Houston last Friday by battling the Broncos of BSU. BYU has won back-to-back games this year. Boise State has lost back-to-back games in our pregame interview brought to you by Zions Bank for a financial slam dunk Zions Bank is for you BYU head coach Mark Pope talks about the coming down from that emotional high and getting back to work as the non-conference grind continues for his kooks well, I think it's it's obviously really important um, uh, I do think that's you know when you talk about veteran guys um, there's a lot of things that overstate veteran guys don't necessarily make more shots they don't necessarily make better decisions um, um, they're not necessarily bigger and stronger and fresher, but veteran guys should have a sense of of returning to work. They should have a sense of how hard it is to win every single game, no matter who the matchup is. Like that's really what you hope to get out of veteran guys. And I certainly think we have some veteran guys here that have some understanding there. And, and as, as as much as we were excited about the the game last week, we know this is going to be even tougher. It just is, and so we got to focus and, and try and come in here and battle. What's the intrinsic value of winning a game like that the way you did? Well, I just think it's. Uh, I think it helps your players believe in what what they're trying to do, and um, and um, and and so hopefully you just get a little you know one percent more belief and and one uh, percent more of a long-standing commitment, which which leads to just you know thirty seconds of more like hang in there during a bad stretch in a game, right? And so um, hopefully those things come, and if you build enough of those throughout the course of a season, then you have a chance to to become a really good team and that's what we're trying to do you love to put those road wins in the bank and you get another good chance here tonight yeah and this is uh, this is obviously a huge uh is a huge game um it's a great game i mean I, I don't know it feels like a rivalry even though i don't know i i don't even know the last time these two teams played but boise state's such a great program and leon's done such an amazing job and has such a great tenure it's in some ways really mirrored coach rose's unbelievable run at, at byu and uh, the proximity of the two programs um it's a it's a it's it's fun right and the rivalry of football and and um so 
uh, you know, it's a good team, and they play a style that's not incredibly dissimilar from ours in terms of keeping the floor spaced and really playing in transition and really trusting making shots. And they have a couple of really talented stars, so it's going to be a great battle. You know you'll draw some fans here, obviously, and you've seen it before having been around BYU, but you, you saw it in Houston. You see it everywhere you go. You're going to have a support base. It's got to give your guys some juice. Yeah, I, I, and I, I really do say this seriously. I don't know if there's anywhere like it in the country. I just don't. And, you know, and you know, I mean, I played at Kentucky. You know, I don't know if there's anywhere like that, but I'm just not sure that um, even Kentucky around the country outside of the South – has built-in, homegrown support. You know, Kentucky travels amazingly well, but I'm not sure you go to California, you have people that wake up every morning, a huge population that's like, hey, this is my team. And it's one of the extraordinary things about BYU um, that sets it apart from everybody else, and it's a huge advantage to us, and hopefully we can continue to grow that fan base. A couple of particulars. Uh, Colby Lee had for him what was a career night at Houston. If you get that Colby Lee more nights than not, you're going to be in really good shape this year. Yeah, I mean, he is. And, and the fun thing about Colby is he, it's a lot of his success tonight has to do with his decision-making and his focus on what he's focusing on in the game rather than some non-reproducible uh, events that happen in Houston, right? Like there's a lot of reproducible things that can happen in Houston, and we talked a lot about comparing his game at Houston to his game at home against Southern Utah just in the decisions he made. Um, and what and what strengths he chose to go to and when and so um, I do you know she's a young player in terms of experience for sure and so he's going to grow in fits and starts and he's going to have a couple games where he plays great and one game where it's a disaster that's just how it goes um, but his trajectory is really really good and his his intent on growing as a player is is really solid and and I trust it and so I do I believe in him I believe he's going to turn into a really 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 terrific basketball player you've seen Jake Toulson at his best and he seems like he's settling into more of what you had at UVU yeah I mean he's uh you know he's such a he's such a great leader and um he he believes in his game and and he's got a little bit of stubbornness to him which sometimes drives me crazy but it's also which what makes him such a great player and um and he's, uh, you know, this team has been so accepting of him and um, and so happy for him to come help fill this huge role that he's filling right now. And I think he feels incredibly supported by the staff and the players and, and the university. And, and um, I think he's really excited about uh, trying to do something special here in his last year. Coach Pope, thank you for the preview. Good luck against Boise State. We'll talk to you postgame. Thanks, Greg. That is Mark Pope and tonight's Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show. Title and escrow can be complicated. With over 50 years' experience in Utah, Provo Land Title has the expertise to navigate your buying, selling, or building project. Provo Land Title, making the complicated easier. Coming up next, it is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show, live from Extra Mile Arena in Boise on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's almost time to hit the hardwood. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show, brought to you by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. The Cougar Tip-Off Show is also brought to you by BYU Dining, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. Siegfried and Jensen. Siegfried and Jensen has been helping Utah families for over 25 years. Also brought to you by Utah Honda Dealers. 
Now let's head live to the MoBetta's courtside seats and join Terry Nashif alongside the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good evening once again, Cougar Nation. Welcome back inside Extra Mile Arena in Boise, Idaho for tonight's border battle between BYU and Boise State. 14th all-time renewal of a series. BYU leads nine games to four. The Broncos have won two of the last three meetings, but the series was last contested back in 2008. This is the BYU Store. Cougar tip-off show. Greg Rubel, Terry Nashup with you. Terry in for Mark Durant tonight, our statistician. BYU Basketball Media Relations Director Kyle Chilton. Jason Shepard is our studio host. Our control board operator is Tanner Rawl. Our coordinating producer, Terry South. Our BYU Radio Engineers, Sean Fay and Barry Squires and Terry South tonight. And our BYU Radio Intern is Max Clark. We are coming to you live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Our satellite flagship is BYU Radio, Sirius XM 143. Our over-the-air flagship, KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. We are also heard on network affiliates and on the BYU Cougars app, the BYU Radio app, plus BYUCougars.com slash live radio. You can also hear play-by-play archives and highlights on the BYU Basketball Podcast. Well, it's a long season, and what happened Friday in Houston that came in Game 4 of White Meat, what might be a 34 or more games this year. But, Terry, when a team loses a 14-point lead, ends up trailing with five seconds to play, then comes back to win it the way BYU did on a T.J. Haas buzzer beater. What's the ideal value to a group still trying to find itself with a new staff and new on-court chemistry? Really hard to win on the road, Greg, and the way that they controlled that game the entire game. They had the 14-point the lead, so when Houston made their run, it was just to get back in the game as opposed to going ahead and running away with it. And then obviously to make that play down the stretch, huge confidence boost it's a lot easier to learn when you win and uh, really helps them early on in this season especially without yoli all right coming up after this short break we'll hear from boise state assistant coach mike burns as the byu store cougar tip-off show continues live from boise on the new skin byu sports network greg grubel here with the keys to success step one never panic This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's head back live courtside and rejoin Greg Rubel. Welcome back to Extra Mile Arena in beautiful Boise. For more of the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show tonight, the 3-1 Cougars visiting the 1-2 Boise State Broncos. Boise won its opener against a non-D1 opponent and has since dropped back-to-back games at Oregon and home to UC Irvine. The Broncos really struggling from the arc in those two games, uh, going 10 for 44 from deep. Head coach Leon Rice has a senior-laden starting five. Not a ton in the way of depth right now, but his go-to guys are good ones. Four of the five starters have career scoring highs of 20 points or more. For more on the Broncos, we turn to longtime Western Hoops head and assistant coach Mike Burns, now in his fourth season on staff here in Boise. Before I get into Mike, Coach Nashif, maybe just a word from you about Mike Burns, who he is, and how he's respected in the game right now. One of the best coaches that uh, we went against uh, when I was calling the offensive plays, he was on the defensive side, and the schemes, the things that he saw, the way that he got his guys to execute. Uh, one of the best uh, coaches and minds that uh, we ever coached against, and uh, just a great human, hilarious guy and uh, great to get to know him over the years. I got to talk to Mike a short time ago and uh, ask him what he's seen from a veteran team still looking to kind of settle in early in the 2019-20 season. Absolutely. I mean, you know, even though we have some seniors, obviously, in our rotation, 
Uh, we've got a couple people in, in new positions, and we've got some people with, you know, expectations that are much different from last season. I mean, Derek Alston comes into this season with a target on his chest, and, you know, two years ago from today, he was a red shirt walk-on that, you know, really had zero expectations. So it's been really fun to watch his development and watch him become uh, a great player for us. Is, is Jessup in the same mix there of guys that there's a lot of expected of right now? Well, there always is, but Justinian, I mean, he's he's had those expectations almost from the time he was a freshman. He started for us as a freshman. I think he's probably started almost every game in his career here at Boise, and so, uh, you know, he's dealt with those expectations throughout his career, and he's been an all-Mountain West guy, and he's just, he's one of those guys that, you, you know, you got to coach them all, but you got you don't really got to worry about Justinian a whole lot because he gets his job done. Uh, losing at Oregon, I think no one uh, you know raises an eyebrow at that. The UC Irvine game probably surprised some people. Did it surprise you guys as a staff? Well, I mean, yes, in the sense that we expected to win. No, in the sense that we knew we were dealing with a great team. They won 31 games last year. They beat Kansas State in the NCAA tournament. Uh, they are a big physical group, and you know. You're going to have to rebound your basketball and do some things at a pretty high level to beat them. And, you know, we actually did handle the rebounding, you know, end of it pretty well. We just uh, couldn't make a shot. And it's that's unusual for this team in this building. So uh, that's something that, you know, we expect will change. And you got to take your hat off to them for the job they did. But uh, we think we'll be ready to kind of patch that tire. The long, it's a long season, and numbers will fluctuate, especially in the early going, but the three-point shot just has let you down the last couple of games. Yeah, it has. Uh, but our guys, you know, I mean, it's all of that is cyclical, yeah. and our guys are great shooters, and, I mean, you know, Coach Rice has got an unbelievable attitude when it comes to that sort of stuff because a lot of coaches will get tight and want to, you know, squeeze the, squeeze the throttle a little bit, and his perspective is, no, shoot more because the numbers are going to be in our favor now that we've missed a couple. That means we're going to make more in the future. The BYU game, uh, not a true rivalry in the sense that they haven't played it in a while. It's been 11 years, but the sense from, I think, the BYU coaching staff is this can be a rivalry game, and, and if it gets renewed, this is a fun game for both teams to play. Well, no question. I mean, it just makes sense that we play this game. I mean, you got two great programs within five hours' drive of each other. Uh, Football's already doing it every year. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, uh, I mean, uh, it, it, you know... BYU was a, a big member of the Mountain West Conference for a number of years, and they play a lot of Mountain West teams, whether it's in football or basketball. So on, uh, on many, many levels, it made a great deal of sense to play this game. You're familiar with the BYU program in your years, of course. Uh, even though it's a changing coaching staff, what kind of things do you expect to continue to be BYU basketball? Well, they still got BYU players, and those players that Coach Rose and Coach Lacombe and, and the rest of that staff recruited, you know, those guys are on this roster, a, a lot of them. And so uh, you expect them to be, you know, tough-minded, uh, share the ball, play with great skill, great poise. I mean, that's just, you know, kind of what BYU basketball was about under Dave Rose for all those years. And that, that those were the BYU teams that I was, you know, I don't know if fortunate's the right word, but <laughs> compelled, with, yeah. compelled what might yeah. be better, yeah. that, I, that I dealt with when I was in the WCC with San Diego and Pacific. So got an unbelievable amount of respect for the program, and Coach Pope has you know, done his work well here early on. You get BYU without Yoli Childs tonight, and they'll be without him for a few more games. What have they shown you in going 3-1 and one without him? Well, you know, I think in some ways it can almost be considered a blessing because they know that without him their ball has to move. And they've got to share responsibilities for scoring. And they've done a great job of doing that. You look at the numbers from top to bottom 
I mean, whether it's Toulson, Hawes, you know, Barcelo, it doesn't matter who it is. You know, they're moving that ball around. And then, you know, Nixon and Lee have stepped up, and, and they've done a great job in their role. So, um, again, those players are skilled. They're intelligent. And in a lot of cases, are a little bit older. So they got a lot of experience, and, and uh, they, they lean on that a little bit. And, and it's been evident in how they've played so far this season. Finally, Mike, what kind of vibe do you expect in the building here tonight? Well, I would hope it'll be uh, rocking and rolling with a bunch of Bronco fans. I'm sure we'll have some Cougar fans in the house as well. And, um, you know, the Cougars always travel well. So uh, it, it should be a great environment here. It always is in uh, Extra Mile Arena. All right. Great to pot cross paths with you again and have a great season. Thank you, yeah. Mike. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. That is Boise State assistant coach. Mike Burns, time now for our You Be the Judge features, brought to you by Legally Mine. Legally Mine equals asset protection. Go to LegallyMineUSA.com to learn what you can do to stop lawsuits dead in their tracks. And tonight, it's a BYU basketball trivia question. How many players on the BYU men's basketball roster hail from the state of Idaho? The answer coming up next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to the Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's rejoin Greg Rubel. BYU and Boise State coming up. Staff at the top of the hour, 8.05. Official tip time. First up, the answer in tonight's You Be the Judge feature brought to you by Legally Mine. And tonight, it's a BYU basketball trivia question. How many players on the BYU men's basketball roster hail from the state of Idaho? Coach Nashif, do you want to take a run at this one, or you feel like you got this one uh, pretty well handled? I know that I've been up here to see two, so my guess is two. And if it's more than that, I'm not going to tell you the two <laughs> that I came up to see. So it's two. The answer's two. Who are the guys? Connor Harding and Kobe Lee. Connor Harding, Kobe Lee. There they are, the Idahoans. The one closest to Boise would be uh, Colby from nearby Meridian. Po- uh, Connor hails from uh, southern Idaho, Pocatello. All right, that's uh, You Be the Judge, brought to you by legally mine time for our last break some final words before tip off from terry coming up next this is the byu store cougar tip off show live from boise on the new skin byu sports network